In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome again to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's. We've celebrated, of course, the Solemnity of the Ascension, and now the Church looks forward to the Feast of the Pentecost of the Holy Spirit. And of course, it's the Holy Spirit that gives us the, the power uh, to put into action Jesus' words in our life. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, Isabel McLaughlin, who died yesterday evening. The Mass itself today is specially offered uh, for Peter Murphy, whose ninth anniversary of death is today. A greatly loved member of his family, and uh, this Mass is specially uh, requested uh, by uh, Paul Francis Carroll um, and all of the family. Strong association uh, with this parish in his last years, but a very strong uh, relationship and association with the parish of St Joseph's in Blantyre, where he lived most of his life. We thank God for the many blessings that was given to him in his life and for the great blessing that he was to so many people in their life too. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, whose Son, at his ascension to the heavens, was pleased to promise the Holy Spirit to the Apostles, grant, we pray, that just as they received manifold gifts of heavenly teaching, so on us, too, you may bestow spiritual gifts. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul came down to Antioch, where he spent a short time before continuing his journey through the Galatian country, and then through Phrygia, encouraging all the followers. An Alexandrian Jew named Apollos now arrived in Ephesus. He was an eloquent man with a sound knowledge of the scriptures, and yet Though, had been, though he had been given instruction in the way of the Lord and preached with great earnestness and was accurate in all the details he taught about Jesus, he had only experienced the baptism of John. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him speak boldly in the synagogue, they took an interest in him and gave him further instruction about the way. When Apollos 
thought of crossing over to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote asking the disciples to welcome him. When he arrived, he was able, by God's grace, to help the believers considerably by the energetic way he refuted the Jews in public and demonstrated from the scriptures that Jesus was the Christ. The Word of the Lord God is King of all the earth. All peoples clap your hands, cry to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord the Most High we must fear, great King over all the earth. God is King of all the earth, sing praise with all your skill. God is King over the nations, God reigns on his holy throne. The princes of the people are assembled with the people of Abraham's God. The rulers of the earth belong to God, to God who reigns over all. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you most solemnly, anything you ask from, ask for from the Father, he will grant in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive, and so your joy will be complete. I have been telling you all this in metaphors. There is coming when I shall no longer speak to you in metaphors but tell you about the Father in plain words. When that day comes, you will ask in my name, and I do not say that I shall pray to the Father for you, because the Father loves you for loving me and believing that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world, and now I leave the world to go to the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. I always get that same impression when listening to the Acts of the Apostles, when you hear about Paul and Barnabas, but especially Paul, about the tireless kind of energy that he seems to have. Um, the names of the places keep on coming up over and over again uh, that he visits, back and forward, uh, long journeys and short journeys. There's just a sense of that tireless energy that he has, and I suppose it gives us some indication of what his personality uh, was like. Not everybody liked uh, St Paul. He was a very divisive uh, character in some ways. Um, we can imagine that Relentless energy probably drove most of them crazy uh, in some ways too. If you've been at Mass over the last few days, uh, you'll have heard of different conversion stories that have appearing and popping up in the Acts of the Apostles. We heard of Lydia of the Purple Dye Trade who is in the, the waters uh, of the river uh, and comes across Paul 
uh, and is converted and, and changed and, and follows Jesus. We hear of the jailer who has them all locked up and he also uh, converts uh, and, and follows what Paul himself and his companions uh, preach. And today also we hear of, of somebody, uh, we don't actually hear of the conversion story itself, but we hear that he also has become a follower of the way and a Christian himself. And that, name, that man's name is Apollos. We actually don't know very much about him, but we know that probably he was one of the key figures in the early church, especially at the church at Corinth. And it tells us some kind of details about him in the reading of today's Mass. First of all, the name itself is, is an indication of, of something, not a Jewish name by any standards, but a, a Greek name. And it tells us that it comes from Alexandria, which is, of course, a kind of Greek town. But we know that the, the Jewish people themselves were spread, a kind of diaspora uh, amongst the nations. And very often they found themselves in these huge concentrations in towns and cities. Um, and probably this is exactly uh, where Apollos comes in, uh, that he has been part of that spread of the, the Jewish people to these different uh, places. Uh, maybe the son of a Jewish person taking a Greek name, Apollos. It couldn't be any more uh, Greek in that sense. But we hear that, uh, that he himself embraces the way and becomes a Christian himself. But there's an inter interesting fact uh, in the story itself that he, he's not baptised uh, in the Christian way, but baptised rather uh, in John the Baptist's way, uh, probably a kind of disciple of his initially. Uh, but whatever's happened, he begins to follow uh, the Christian way and, and is eloquent, as we hear in, in the reading itself and uh, is very convincing, has a great knowledge of the scriptures itself. But we hear also that uh, two people kind of take him in hand today uh, in order to show him some more of it uh, and to kind of deepen uh, that uh, faith in his life. And then of course he goes uh, to a different area where he is able to be convincing again uh, and gets much support uh, from people. We'll hear about him again. Um, he, he seems to become a close companion later on of St Paul uh, and a key figure in the church at Corinth. But we'll hear also that uh, Paul himself, a wee bit kind of sharply, um, speaks to the church at Corinth. You know, he obviously has this great following by now, Apollos, uh, and St Paul himself uh, speaks harshly to the new Christians at Corinth, he says, well, you know, uh, sometimes they kind of say that I am for a Paul, I am for Paul, uh, yeah, and, and St. Paul himself criticises that kind of view. They're not disciples of a Paul, a Paul, a Paul or, or Paul, Paul, but they are disciples of Christ himself. The gospel itself can't be parceled out to different people. Uh, it's the one gospel. Today uh, in the Gospel at Mass uh, we hear once again from St John's Gospel and St John's Gospel has a very strong element uh, as we hear uh, of Jesus himself going away uh, and of course we, as I mentioned to you before, we don't know how the, 
they saw that the early Christians are the disciples of Jesus? Did they kind of think that he was going somewhere else, to some other place, uh, and that he'd be back from that place? Uh, but it's a much more profound sense of going away, isn't it? It's going away to somewhere else, going to the Father, uh, and of course uh, it's a much more profound uh, sense of going away and of course we see that encapsulated in in the ascension itself but one of the things that Jesus says in this passage is that if if we ask anything in his name then the Father Father himself will give it what a tremendous promise that is Uh, ask and you shall receive and of course we have that sense in those words that he is our intercessor the one who looks after us, the one who guides us, the one who speaks in our behalf, that powerful sense of Jesus interceding for us uh, as he's at the right hand of the Father. We're not alone then in the world. We're not alone in our difficulties. We're not alone in the problems that we have. But we have this powerful sense of the presence of Christ with us, that whatever we ask, that whatever's good for us, that whatever we need, that uh, Jesus himself will intercede on our behalf. What a great feeling that is in our own life then. We're not, we're not alone. We're not as the day itself shows us. We're not blown from side to side. Uh, we're not left to our own devices. But we have this powerful presence of Christ in our life who intercedes on our own behalf. What a wonderful kind of feeling that is in these Easter days, in these days of difficulty for every everyone, in these diff- difficulties of uncertainty, that Christ himself is always with us to the very end of time, interceding for us, looking after us, caring for us, and listening to the prayers and the desires that come from our heart. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Graciously sanctify these gifts, O Lord, we pray, and accepting the offering of this spiritual sacrifice, make of us an eternal offering to you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Father most holy, through your beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. 
your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so, with the angels and the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like you fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that sharing in the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Peter, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil and graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. We have shared in the gifts of this sacred mystery, humbly imploring, O Lord, that what your Son commanded us to do in memory of him may bring us growth in charity. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary's special help for us and protection for us in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And we remember especially also Peter in our prayers. Eternal rest, grant unto him, O Lord. And let perpetual light shine upon him. May he rest in peace. 
and may his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. <laughs>